Hello, and welcome to the Treasures of Truth podcast with Dr. Jeremy Simpson of the Thanks to Calvary Baptist Church in Elkin, North Carolina. We hope that you enjoy the podcast today as we search together in the precious Word of God. Welcome to Treasures of Truth podcast. Brother Jeremy here. I want to go to the book of Hebrews, Hebrews chapter number 4. And verse number 12, it's a very familiar passage uh, that I, I love, this passage. Uh, one verse of Scripture here that I want to look at today and maybe on a couple more podcasts. On the Word of God, and you know we've got, the Word of God is just so important in our life. It is the most important. And the Bible said in Hebrews 4.12, For the Word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Now, when it comes to the Word of God, there's a, a lot of different titles about the Bible that the Bible uses to describe itself. Uh, interestingly, the word Bible is not found in the Bible. The Bible simply means the books. It can get traced all the way back to the Greek uh, to Biblia, which means the books. It's the originate, originally uh, the Greek word biblos, which could either mean scroll or papyrus. And so the word Bible is not even in the Bible, but the Bible has many titles for itself. In the Word of God, you've got, it's called the book, the book of the law, the book of the Lord, the good word of God, the gospel of Christ, the scripture or the scriptures, the holy scriptures, the scripture of truth, the law of the prophets, uh, the law of Moses, the prophets and the Psalms, the law of the Lord, the lively oracles, the message of Christ, the oracles of God, the promises, the scroll, the sword of the spirit, the truth, the word of Christ, the word of life, the word of truth, the words of the Lord. All of those are titles of the word of God. But I think my favorite is the one found here, the Word of God. I love that title. The Bible said in Mark chapter 7, verse number 13, making the Word of God of none effect through your tradition. The Bible talked about Luke 5, 1, it came to pass as the people pressed upon him to hear the Word of God. And, and so there's some great verses in the Bible. Acts 12, 24, talking about the Word of God, but the Word of God grew. Here's one of my favorites, Romans 10, 17. So for them, faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Ephesians 6, 17, talking about the armor of God. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. How about this verse? This is a great one. 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 23. Being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible, by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. And see whether these words... And there's many other verses I could take where it mentions the Word of God. These words were in the mouth of the apostles. And whether they were in their mouths or whether they were in the mouths of Jesus or whether they were words spoken by the Old Testament prophets uh, and recorded on parchment or on a scroll or no matter what, all over the 66 books, you find these inspired utterances, the Word of God. Well, preacher, that's self-evident. Why make such a big deal about that? Who cares what you call it? Who, what difference does it make? 
and and all these scriptures I could read. Why why make such a seemingly insignificant point that God likes to call the Bible the Word of God? Because here's the reason why: the more liberal a man gets in his theology, the less he calls the Bible the Word of God. Men that take a liberal view on the Bible, they call it the biblical records or the biblical materials. Uh, or, or the record of God's revelation. And that sounds all so good, but that fuzzes the issue just a little bit and takes it one half step from what it really is. And we need to get it in our mind, big, plain, and straight, that the Bible is the Word of God. See, this world doesn't like absolutes. This world does not like certainties. The devil's really good at blinding the mind's of, of people and where folks can't see black and white, right and wrong, good and evil. There's so much gray area. But our God is a God of absolutes, and the Bible is the absolute Word of God. And it's either absolute or it's obsolete. And I want to give you three absolutes about the Bible over the next couple podcasts. The absolutes of the Word of God. And it's right here in the text. Number one. Absolute accuracy. The Word of God is absolute in its accuracy. The Word of God is perfect. You know why? Because it is the Word of a perfect God. If it's the Word of man, then there may be some error, but a God of truth cannot speak any error. And 2 Timothy 3 verse 16 says, All Scripture is given by inspiration of God. That simply means the breath of God. And a God of truth cannot breathe out error. Was it not written down by human beings? Of course it was. But that makes it nonetheless the word of God. Because the Bible said, For the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. That word moved is the Greek word pharaoh or phero, which means they were born along like a ship with wind in its sails. The writers of the Word of God had their sails up, and even though God used human instrumentality, God used the wind and breath of the Holy Spirit and kept these men from error. Written by human instruments, written by human pendant, but I believe every jot, every tittle, every point, every thought to be accurately the Word of God. The more liberal a man gets, the more he'll tell you the Bible is inspired in its thoughts, but not inspired in its details. And the more liberal a man gets, he does not believe in verbal inspiration. I believe in the verbal plenary inspiration. And that word verbal comes from the Latin word verba, which means word by word. Plenary means complete in every aspect. So when someone says Verbal plenary inspiration. It means that we believe each and every single word is inspired and complete. Now, I don't know where you're listening from, what church you go to, what your pastor says. You may even be a preacher listening to the podcast. But there is a fight that is going on today in our nation and in our world over the inspiration of the Word of God. It is inspired in every 
single word. Verbal plenary inspiration. Every single word is inspired. God gave us a complete utterance without any error. It is inerrant. It does not have anything that needs to be added, and it does not have anything that needs to be taken away. Jesus said, It is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. That word proceedeth means to issue, to come forth. Every word of God is pure. Proverbs 30, verse 5. And the liberals will say, well, the thoughts are inspired, but not the words. Well, you can't have thoughts without words any more than you can have mathematics without numbers. The very foundation of God's word is the fact that it is the revealed thoughts of God. You know, you can't see your thoughts. You can't see the thoughts of your neighbor. Thoughts cannot be seen. Thoughts cannot be heard. So God's word became flesh and dwelled among us. Why? To reveal the Father. And the same is true with the Word of God. God breathed upon men to give us His thoughts, to reveal to us His thoughts. And guess what? If the Word of God is the revealed thoughts of God, to say that the Word of God is impure and with error is to say that the thoughts of God are impure and with error. God's thoughts are pure. His word is a revelation of those thoughts. So every single word by word is pure. If God didn't mean what he said, then why didn't he say what he meant? This is foundational. This is our entire spiritual existence. If we start questioning this verse or this verse, then you can question any verse. If you can put doubt on one word, you can put doubt on any word. If you can put doubt on one book of the Bible, you can put doubt on any book of the Bible. But the Bible says, for the word of God, for the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. And so the first absolute of the Word of God is absolute accuracy. I believe the Bible to be wholly accurate, infallible, inspired, inerrant, impeccable, indestructible. That Bible is accurate because it is the revealed thoughts of God. To say that the Bible is inaccurate is to say that the thoughts of God are inaccurate. Without faith, it's impossible to please Him. And if you've got faith to believe there is a God and that He's perfect, if He's not perfect, then we have nothing to stand upon. You're telling me God, a perfect God, cannot give us a perfect Bible? I believe it with a wholeheartedly, with all my heart, in the accuracy of the Word of God. Now, I don't want, to get, I don't want you to miss the next podcast because we're going to go further into these absolutes of the Word of God. And uh, today, you have the opportunity to go out and be salt and light in this world. You have the opportunity to go out and purify and illuminate. The world is dirty and it is dark. And it needs someone 
to go out and be a witness and testimony. If you're listening to this in the evening, why don't you plan on purpose tomorrow? I'm going to get up, read my Bible, pray, get filled with the Spirit, and I'm going to go out and be salt and light and make a difference in the world. Don't miss the next Treasures of Truth podcast. And until then, God bless you.